Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Alice. And we'll be moving on to Eastern Europe this week and next time. <laughs> so I decided to look into a native story from one of the Baltic countries. Honestly, I had some trouble, and pretty much the only one that I could find was from Lithuania. So, of course, that's the one we'll be talking about. Let's take a quick review of our terms. So there's the separation of parts of the universe, succession, usually of power, ascension of male over female, and dragon slaying. So, a quick overview of Lithuania and its people, for anyone who might not know, because it's not a huge country. It is one of the three Baltic countries, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania. They are in the northern part of Eastern Europe, near the Nordic countries, as well as Russia. Unfortunately for them. <laughs> yeah. So, Lithuania is the most populous country of the Baltics, at 2.8 million people. And it's also, of course, part of the European Union as it is part of Europe, and most of Europe is part of that. Except England. Mm -hmm. I think also, like, Switzerland. Switzerland is just Switzerland, man. Yeah, they're just vibing all the time. Alright, story time! Woo! Woo! At first, there was nothing but water. On the water, God was walking. Now, this is really interesting. Because there is definitely a Christian influence in this story. Especially with the whole God can walk on water thing. Yeah. And so this is definitely a polytheistic religion. However, I couldn't find any creation stories from before the Christians came and influenced them. So as we go along, I will be pointing out some of the similarities to Christianity and where they might have taken some of the things. Anyway... God, or as they referred to him, and as I will now be referring to him, Divas, is walking on the water. Divas then creates another god, Velnius. So there's two different versions of the way that Velnius is created. One of them is that he was created from Divas's spit, which you may notice is actually kind of similar to the creation of Apophis in Egyptian mythology. And I especially find this interesting since both Apophis and Velnius are considered, like, essentially antagonists. I mean, you gotta spit back in the face of your creator sometimes, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyway, it's kind of weird that there are literally two stories from completely different places where evil beings are created from spit. But honestly, people... Even though it doesn't have any mention in the Christian stories, given that a lot of Christianity does come from the region of Egypt, especially thinking about the whole Jewish enslavement thing, it does make sense in a way that part of that could have been brought over from one culture to another. Perhaps not directly, but I Perhaps. can see it. I guess. Anyway, the other version of his creation is that Divas struck two stones together and Belnius sprung from the sparks. After that, Divas has Velnius dive down into the water. Depending on the story, he has to either bring up dirt, clay, or sand. Just, in general, some type of earth that is apparently underwater. Very interesting, to be honest. So, Velnius brings some up, but also stuffs some of the dirt into his mouth like a kind of toddler. To be fair, he's only, what, like two hours old at this point? I, I'm not totally sure of the timeline, in all honesty. So it could have been years. It could have been hours. Honestly, 
Who knows? Even if it was years, I can still see it happening. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I consider Zeus a toddler too, so... And he's centuries old at this point. Actually, no, he's not a toddler. That's an insult to toddlers. You're right. Anyhow... Anyway! <laughs> Greek mythology shade aside... Uh-huh. Divas takes the earth from Velnius's hands and puts it on the water. Now, you may think this earth would sink, like it should, but no. Logic window gone. <laughs> so, the earth actually ends up expanding a lot, including the dirt that Velnius put in his mouth. Pro gamer move. Uh-huh. It expands too much, so he ends up, like, hacking it up or coughing it up, which is what makes the earth all rough and have different features, like mountains... You know what? Definite accidental pro gamer move there. Yeah, fair enough. Later, Divas decides to take a nap, lies down for his rest on the earth, and falls asleep. So Valnius decides to grab him by the feet and drag him to the water to drown him. Classic sibling behavior. But of course. Maybe they're one is the father and son, but... Even so, mischievous younger being, older being, absolutely. Yeah. Chaotic sibling behavior. Anyway, the Earth keeps expanding as far as Velnius drags, so he actually can't get him to the water because the Earth just keeps expanding for it. He's like, what? What on Earth? This sounds like a worse version of Tantalus. The closer he tries to get to water, the farther away it becomes. Yeah, but it's like, it's, it's more like preventing murder than it is preventing, like... Someone Sa from sating hunger or anything. He is satiating his goals, so... Mm. Anyway, if you don't know the story of Tantalus, I'll probably tell it at some point. And if you really want to know now, it's pretty easy to look up. Anyway, this is how the primordial island became the Earth. Thanks, attempted murder. Yeehaw. So after this happens, then Divas makes angels from the sparks created by striking stones. And, not to be outdone, Velnius creates a bunch of devils in the same way. Classic sibling rivalry there. Yeah, no kidding. You may be able to tell when the Christian influences really begin to appear. Like, obviously, Divas is God, and Velnius is essentially, like, casted into the devil. Now, I will mention that in the Christian version, the devil was a former angel, so, you know, the whole created by God thing checks out. But the demons were also fellow angel traders, so he didn't really make them per se. They just kind of fell with him. But I definitely do see the influence here. Just the, the wording of angels and devils is oh, already definitely. very much, like, interesting. Oh, absolutely. And it's very much likely that this was a translator choice, because... This is obviously a translated story, but... We don't speak Lithuanian. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. Obviously, there's something that's definitely Christian-influenced. I'm not sure if it's the translation or the story that it came from. Both or is good. both, yeah. Both is good. Yeah, both is good. I think that since they're not, like, gods or whatever, but they're still, like, beings, then I think it's probably close enough, assuming. And... I'm almost certain that this was Christian-influenced. Regardless, the two of them go on about their funny little business, you know. So, Divas and Vilnius both create all manners of animals, like in, they're in some kind of competition or something. Sibling rivalry. Of course. Uh-huh. 
Now, you may think that this last part was me abbreviating or making a joke. However, the source I found literally says, and I quote, both Divas and Velnius create animals as if in competition with each other. Beautiful. I know. I was reading that and I was like, ah, damn. Pretty sweet. <laughs> Easy summary. Yeah. So, the animals that Divas creates are obviously good and useful, whereas the ones that Velnius creates are harmful and bad. Hmm, dichotomy. <laughs> mm-hmm. In the end, these two funny gods end up making everything, including other gods and all that jazz. Which one of them made humans? Because I feel like they can fit under both's influence, but... Not totally sure. Maybe they each made a human and were like, hmm, their children <laughs> will have both influences. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point... <laughs> mm-hmm. Alright. So, with separation, there's obviously the very clear separation between good and evil, like how Divas is cr the embodiment of good or whatever, and Velnias is the devil and evil and whatever, I don't know. And then there's obviously also differentiation with, like, how things are made and all that stuff, so I guess it is kind of separate. Then there's succession. Velnias is shown to be created by Divas, and the two of them create everything else. While Divas seems to be more powerful, Velnius does have a fair amount of power just in opposition. Kind of like the younger brother who's trying to compete with his straight-A older brother. Getting into the spotlight. <laughs> Bro, it's me competing with my sister. <sighs> that woman is so impressive. I, I love her, but I'm also like, oh my god. Anyway. She's your sister, not your god. <laughs> Bold of you to assume I have a god. <laughs> anyway, with male over female, there isn't really an ascension of male over female, but both of these gods are male, and obviously since they are the ones to create everything, and they stay in power, in this story at least, and it doesn't seem like there's really anyone who can, like, combat it, so that's obviously a power of males and whatever. With dragon slaying, there isn't really, like, real, real conflict. The two gods create stuff in opposition, and Velnius does try to murder Divas, but there isn't any sort of defeat of him. It just seems that they, like, compete and there's no- There's dragon fighting, but not dragon slaying. Yeah, kind of, I but mean, I if you think know. about the evil animals, if that counts as one. Yeah, but it's kind of like, it seems like animal against animal, you know? It does. Or like, dragon against dragon. It's like, I they're mean, both powerful, and neither is gonna win, but they're not losing either. So, a different version of what happened with Apophis, where every night he's defeated, but he's always going to be back there the next day. So it's never an eternal win. Kind of, but it doesn't seem like either of them win at any point. Which is fair, yeah. Divas wins by not dying. <laughs> There's one win! Yeehaw, by extending the earth. Winning without even knowing he was doing it. Which is honestly a mood. Hmm. Thank you for listening. And catch you next time.